Thanks for finding our podcast, Keep Questioning. At Keep Questioning, we explore topics related to societal change, group dynamics, leadership, music, and especially God's love and impact on our lives. We encourage you to look at life from a new angle. Ask questions, seek personal growth, and prove you can think. Learn more about this podcast at our website, novatropis.com, where you can also learn about our books. Now here's Ted and Carolyn Katranis with today's podcast. Okay, you ready, Carolyn? Okay, it looks like we've got good sound. Well, Happy New Year, Carolyn. Happy New Year, Ted. And where were you on New Year's Eve? I was down at one of the local parks. I was dancing with a man. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think you have a, a, a guy that you see every year at yeah. New Year's Eve, don't you? We have a standing date yeah, New we, Year's Eve. I like it. We have a tradition every year. <laughs> And I know we're getting right into this, so Happy New Year, everybody. But uh, we have a tradition every year, like a lot of people have traditions. Yeah, I think, I think you, so. you like some of the traditions. Yeah. And uh, maybe we don't have to explain how the tradition started, you know, with uh, what, you we know, could, going there to dance. To. We used to go there to dance, right? Yeah, on our first New Year's Eve together. Yeah. That's where we ended up, and we've continued the tradition. Yeah, we, we have a and park like in our town where there are gazebos <laughs> and we dance. And every New Year, we're there playing music. Mm -hmm. I think it's At great. At midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I think is cool about it is that we've continued it and that we enjoy it. And there's always some kind of fireworks. Like, it's not yeah. really done by the town, but people are doing right. things and there's noise. And it kind of adds to the ambiance of the whole evening. Or maybe somebody's shining a laser on us. That was like on the first yeah. year, I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome, so welcome everybody again to 2022. Oh, I was going to see if you were going to say the right year there. Yeah, almost got it wrong. <laughs> so today's podcast uh, is called New Year's Resolutions and we're going to give a highlight of an, another podcast. So I'll just say that it's habits for now. But as I sometimes do, I'm going to interview you, Carolyn. How's that put you you're on gonna, the spot? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. It says keep questioning, so I'm going to question you. I'm going to gonna question with. you next time. You're going to get it <laughs> for me this next time. First one, I'm going to put you right <laughs> on the spot because we didn't talk about this question at all. Oh, boy. So I want you to tell me what it was like the very first year when we went to that band stage and we danced at New Year's Eve. What was it like? Mm -hmm. um, well, it, to me, it seemed like it was basically out of a Hallmark movie. Yeah. And that was before I was super into the Hallmark movies. We were dancing only, no, dating, I should say, mm -hmm. only a month and a half at the time. Yep, only a month and a half. And now, the reason I bring that up, Carolyn, is because I think that everybody has different things they do when they date. And uh, sometimes we get routine. It's important, I think, to really do something proactively to try to make some kind of special things. Yeah, I know we do it a lot. Like, I know it seems like some people talk about things and they're like, oh, I wish I would do this, mm -hmm. that, and the other thing. And I think the thing that I like about us is that we actually do a lot of we the things them. that we talk about. Mm -hmm. And then one thing, too, is that we also do a lot and we don't plan a lot of things, mm -hmm. which I know that sounds bad because we plan like big things. Mm -hmm. But if we're just going to go somewhere, we don't always plan every single detail and we sort of just let it happen. 
And those are some of our best dates, I think. So what I hear you saying is that we do the things that we dream about rather than just dreaming about them. Yeah, we do. And another thing I hear you saying is we do more than most people, but we never seem to plan half as much as most people. Right. And we're, I think we're <laughs> half as stressed as some people, too, in yeah. the process. <laughs> yeah. I think so, too. Overall. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, got a couple questions. We're going to talk about some resolutions and other things like that as we go along today. And what do you uh, think about resolutions? Do you make any? I don't usually make resolutions. I maybe sometimes have general ideas of things that maybe I want to think about as far as changes for the new year. But I don't necessarily call them resolutions because I have a tendency to feel like the resolutions can almost bring you, not to say bring you down, but almost like bring negativity. Uh, give you a negative because you yeah. have something that you failed at at the if beginning of the year. Right, if you fail or if you right. don't do as well as you think. So why start your year with a failure? Mm -hmm. But then should you be scared to try to change something? No, I think you can still try to change something, yeah. but maybe not be so like not to say maybe strict on yourself than mm -hmm. always say no it's a resolution and then as soon as you break it then you're like oh well I'm just back to where I started so, and I'm just gonna fail so it's almost like you want to have resolutions or something to change because if yeah. you don't do something to change then it's kind of like you're giving up in the world and you're starting your year giving up and that's no good yeah you don't want to do that but then you don't want to have ridiculous resolutions because if you have ridiculous resolutions then you know you're planning failure into the beginning of your year anyway yeah basically and then i feel like what happens is people will set like this grandiose like resolution or something like that and then as soon as they fail at all it's almost like they don't find the middle ground so they just completely go all right i'm done i'm just done i'm going back to how i was and then there's no change or nothing positive moving forward so i want to talk about those words you said positive yep. you said moving forward mm -hmm. you said change and i have another word that well, i want to remember those words to bring them up later but we have a word written down here attainable yeah that somehow might be woven into a New Year's resolution. So you want to make resolutions. I think they're good. I think it's good to do something, but it should be attainable. Do you want it to be too easy? No. So how do you decide? I think, I think you just have to know yourself. And I think the, the best goals, I guess I would say, because I think of them more as goals than mm -hmm. resolutions, would be the ones that you feel like maybe are just slightly out of reach but not so far out of reach that you feel like oh negative about reaching them it's a challenge a challenge but it's not to the frustration level yes exactly and it's not going to be a burden on your life it's yeah. going to be a positive thing to mm -hmm. your life right yeah huh, i like that idea you know uh, there are a lot of things about new year's day and new year's eve that i think can be very good there's nothing magical about that day but it does mean one more year and yep. It brings up a word. Another day, another dollar, as my dad would say. <laughs> another day, another dollar. <laughs> but it brings up one of my favorite words whenever I see another chance. You know, one of my favorite words is always thankfulness. Thankfulness, yeah. Yeah. So when I see a New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, to me it's before I think of any resolutions or what I'm going to change, I stop and I say, I am so thankful to have breath to live another day. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just thinking that, wow, here we are again. We enjoyed another year together. 
We have a little dog here at our side laying down. Yeah. We have each <laughs> other. God has blessed us. That's where I start. I start from that basis, and then I think, okay, where should I go? On forward. I don't want to stay the same. So I like, I like the whole idea of the New Year's Day. But I have to admit, usually I don't use the word New Year's resolutions. I've never heard you say that. Mm -mm. No. No, don't usually do it. We are trying to lose a couple pounds. We are trying. Yes. Yep. We're, we, we're doing okay so far. We're fairly <laughs> athletic, so we don't have a lot of extra weight, but we did get there. into a little bit of an ice cream habit around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, we, well, that's definitely the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. So we're trying to keep away from food after 8, but boy, oh boy, that glass of milk later at night or yeah. a little piece of cheese, we look forward to it. I know that, um, sorry if I just interrupted mm -hmm. you there, um, I know that what people say that that can be a really big factor in trying to lose, you know, a few pounds is not eating after a certain time, like whatever time you choose, mm -hmm. but a lot of people say around 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. I think it kind of has something to do with that, like, sort of like 12-hour almost fasting in there, because then a lot of people oh. may not eat until yeah. breakfast, and then you have that time in between, and that, that helps. Well, that's breakfast sidebar, comes but... from the word break fast. Yep. You're fasting overnight. I think overnight. that's kind of the point of the <clears throat> not eating after a certain time. Yeah. Now, I think resolutions <laughs> show that you're interested in change. And that's a good thing. I think it's very good that we're all interested in moving ahead, admitting that we need to change. You know, if you make a promise to yourself, call it a resolution or whatever it is that you want to change, you're doing something fundamentally that is one of the most important things. You're admitting that you're not perfect. You're admitting that you need to change. And whenever anybody does that, it can't be a bad thing. Yeah, you know? no, it's never bad. It's never bad to admit you need the change. Is it easy to do changes for New Year's resolutions? Not normally. Not normally at all. I think that's why a lot of people do give up on them, because they're hard. How do you do it? I think you just try not to... You try not to focus on it too much. You want to make the ideas of change and things that you want to do, like we talked about. I think you just need to it, like, keep doing it. And maybe if it doesn't quite work out like you planned, you could like readjust it. Mm -hmm. And then you can still move forward and make changes. If you're, I think you have to cut yourself some slack, too. Yeah, you need to cut yourself a little slack. Be a little bit real. You don't Realistic, want to be ridiculous. Yeah. You don't want to be like a teacher that's trying to teach too high a level and just frustrate the kids. You know, it does remind me a little bit of a podcast we did a while ago called The Triangle of Decision. Because when you have a New Year's resolution, you're going to do a few things. You're going to have a first a moment of honesty. Emptying honesty, admitting that you need to do something. And then you're going to have another moment where you're going to say, that's it, I'm ending whatever I was. I'm ending it. I'm going to stop being stubborn. I'm going to let go. But then the last thing, and this is where the new habit forming really comes in. You've got to do something deliberate. You got to take action, just like we're deciding about no food after eight. You have to do something very deliberate, proactive, take steps. You have to build structure into your life and you need to change your habits. Now, do you find habit changing to be easy, Carolyn? No, it's very hard. You were involved in choir. <laughs> I know you were involved in drama, which involve coaches or conductors yeah. teaching things. 
So when you directors, were in the choir, yeah. they had to teach you new habits. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you had to learn things. And I bet you even had to learn how to use your voice because you had to sometimes speak Latin in that choir. Yeah, yeah, you have to learn how to, you had to learn how to hold your mouth and even where to put your tongue. Did that come <laughs> right away? No, took practice. Took practice. By mm -hmm. the way, Carolyn's a very good singer in her choir is a very good choir. Uh, they're not just a little yeah, town choir good. that goes nowhere. They're a very good choir. Yeah, they perform all over, like all over the place, actually. Has it ever happened that uh, the instructor had to lead you on the same skill week after week after week? <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Did anybody ever get tired of it? <laughs> well, you, you know you have to do it because you, have to, you want to learn and you want to get better. Sometimes yeah. it would be frustrating because you're like, oh, like, you know, you feel like you have it and maybe someone else doesn't have it. It's sort of like, are we ever going to move? Are we ever going to move on? Because there'd be times yeah. where we'd be doing the same page for 20 minutes. Yeah, same page. Longer. Same page. And there are songs in those choir you're books. Like, really? They could be 20 pages <laughs> long, the songs. Oh, yeah. And you're spending Definitely. 20 minutes on one page. And I think <laughs> what I've seen in the past. It's always those altos. <laughs> right, Marie? <laughs> so you could have been, yeah. Carolyn is a second soprano. Yes, I am. And uh, yep. she has a nice lower, over, lower undertone there, too. But, you know, when, when you're practicing that, it could be months. You could have started, I think, sometimes January, and the concert was in March. Yeah. The, yep, they're practicing, um, the, you know, already for the March concert. Yep, takes so, a couple months at least to practice. So you're building, 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 and then you have a concert at the end, and then it all comes together. Mm-hmm. So in other words, it's kind of like an athletic coach. You have to sort of tear something down, almost like admitting that you need to change, and you have to tear down what you're doing and keep building one layer on another layer and rebuild those habits mentally, physically, muscle memory, everything. And a lot of times I think people don't succeed in resolutions is because they're not willing to put the time in to build the habit. They want to put the time in to get the successful weight loss or whatever it is. But that's not really what you're trying to achieve. I think what you're trying to achieve first is a habit. And once you develop the habit, then the success comes later. That, I totally agree because, I won't t say names because I don't know if I should, but there are certain programs that are more successful if we're talking about weight loss because that is basically what they're teaching you. They're teaching you how to form new habits and how to figure out how to eat certain things on your own by teaching you portion control and habits and shying away from like certain things like you know emotional eating or yeah. things like that over too many sugars and then it teaches you the new habits of eating and that is what makes you successful in the long run mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense because you develop the habit and if you develop a habit then you always have something that you can fall back onto mm -hmm. the habit. Yeah, and then you know how to, you know how to do it yourself, I guess. Structure. Yeah, will get you through. We're a lot more structured than people think. So you're going to move on. You're going to go into the new world. You're going to have growth. You're going to have newness. But, and here's the new hint highlight: as you grow into that new world and that new 2022, be careful that you don't lose yesterday without gaining today.
So what exactly does that mean, <laughs> Now that that's a little bit of a hint for uh, an up. There's our podcast. segue. <laughs> yeah, there's our segue. Losing yesterday without gaining today. Think about all the things when we try to change. And it is a little bit like a New Year's resolution. We look for new areas of growth. But do we sometimes run so hard to improve and find the new things that we forget who we are or where we came from? We can get lost and confused, even depressed at times. Uh, it's sometimes we give the past odd names like throwback which Carolyn and I both love to death. Yeah, especially when it's talking about certain things. Which music. Talk about. <laughs> oh, music, yeah. But you know, we gotta be careful. We don't wanna run so hard looking for the newest thing that we forget who we are right now or where we came from. Because who we are right now is a result of all of the people who came before us. They're a result of all those wonderful things that have happened. And I know that there's one place that you and I really used to love, and I don't know if you want to talk about that place. We've been there. Yeah, I can talk about it. For it was a along bit. Route 78 in Pennsylvania. Yep. Near a little town called Charlottesville. In rural Pennsylvania, Berks County, Pennsylvania. But uh, why don't you tell us about that place, Carolyn, because it doesn't exist anymore. This is a nope. perfect nope. example of losing yesterday w without gaining today. So this place was called Roadside America, and as Ted mentioned, it was in a little town right outside of Charlottesville. And my memories of Roadside America are all very wonderful. <laughs> um, as a child, I remember going there, I think, you know, with my parents and also I think with school. And I remember going in there and I was just, I was awestruck. Um, it a, it's a, was a little place, a building, and inside, you'd walk inside and there would be basically like little miniature scenes of towns, little houses, people, like railroads, railroad tracks, little cars, lampposts, like the whole thing. So do you mean like thing. miniature villages of HO trains and Lionel and cars and things like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they also had like, like working lights, working sounds, movement, and there were like little buttons you could press for things to go or things to light up. Little I house lights that. would come on, or like, like a dog would bark, or something like that. Like mm -hmm. they're all over, and it was like in this big room, and the whole room was filled with yeah. all this stuff. And I, I have so many wonderful memories oh, of that yes. place, and it, it broke my heart to hear that it closed. Exist. I guess it was probably like a year and a half ago. Yeah, it ended now? about a year and a half ago. Maybe you know you have many so. businesses like that that you know nobody wants to take it over. But picture a building that's. I'd say a little bit smaller than the size of a football field, right? I th yeah, I think so. On the so. inside. Smaller, I would think, yeah. This place is filled, and I can remember as a little boy, six or eight years old, going in there, and it was amazing. Your eyes light up, and your family's in there, but you actually find yourself walking around by yourself. Your parents just let you go. And you're touching yeah, the sides, and you're touching buttons, and you hear the train, you smell the trains. And all the amazing little detail of the mountainside and the snow and, and different types of communities and hillsides. Yeah, Rocky, you can hear him hey, in the Rocky, background. you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you see all these beautiful different types of villages from different countries. Yeah, it's really, really neat. You could touch things, you could see things and hear things and smell things. And the wonderland that you were in with all of your senses as a child, seeing this, and even as an adult, just staring and looking at it all. It was a wonderful, 
wonderful thing. That does something to us, but we run into the future, and in place of that, in place of those things like shop class and Roadside America and the other things, what do we have now, Carolyn? Now we have like, you know, streaming and phones and tablets. We have phones and tablets. 2D-dimensional 2D 2D objects that don't give us that same kind of feeling it's and not the interaction. Same, it's not the no. same. And, and we're so happy about the new that we forget sometimes just how wonderful it is to have both and not say that we have to live in the past. We're just saying... Don't throw away the past. Yeah, I was just going to say, don't throw away the past because like you said earlier in our segue part, we are basically a product of the people in our past and our past. So you can't, mm -hmm. you can't throw it away. Mm -hmm. We are. We are the product. You know, maybe one day we ought to do a podcast where we talk a little bit about what we've learned about our past. You yeah, and I. that'd be interesting. Because I think you learned something about your past where you might be. Yeah, we're not sure on that. Yes. Maybe. So we'll get into that <laughs> we'll another see. time. There's another, there's another teaser. <laughs> so just want everybody to have a wonderful new 2022, right, Carolyn? Great 2022. Yep. You're a work of art, you're created in God's image, and God's a pretty creative God. He's, he's, he's creative, and so he doesn't make junk. So grow, live, have a wonderful life, have an artwork life. What do you think? Have a great new year, right, yep, Carolyn? have a great new year. Have 2022. A great new year. And until next time, what do we say? <laughs> Keep questioning. Keep questioning. <laughs> <laughs>